Welcome to the Living Word Assemblies of God Toronto podcast. As the Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Yes, it is the complete human experience. So relax and re-energize yourself with this powerful word. Now, look at the amplifier. It says, train up a child in the way he should go. Train up a child. Now, when you read when you read the commentaries around this, you know, the word child sometimes brings into our mind the idea of babies. <laughs> no. You know you, can, you, you know you can be an adult and be a child. Okay. If you don't understand, that is the living in the kingdom of God. Jesus said, in the kingdom of God, all of us are children. Unless you come into the kingdom as a child, you will miss it. Train up in the way he should go. So there are ways that you ought to go. And we have to train you. The Bible says, in keeping with his individual gift or bent. Now, some of you parents, you will understand it after we are done. But when you, it's okay. When you go home, pay attention to it. Okay? The Bible says, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Give me the next scripture. Today we are just in the scripture. So. Train up. In the years been. Train up a child in the way he should go, even when he's old. He will not depart from it. Amen. There was something my mother told me when I was growing up. He said, Kofi, in this life, it's not a I will say it in English. Eh? How do I translate that in English? Eh? Okay. I want the King Prince translation. Continuous chop. <laughs> Continuous chop is the main thing, not immediate chop. You know, some of us will always say that, oh, uh, opportunity comes but once. So when the opportunity comes, you want to just jump on and destroy everything. No, that is not God's way. And that is kept, you know, that is, that is what has kept me alive. Like all this, because I don't struggle with anybody, I don't compete with anybody, I don't, I'm not greedy for anything, I'm not, you know, because I know that in life, it is, it is just, you know, what, what you are content to receive, gradually, God brings you away. Where did I learn that from? My mother. Yeah. She just said it. I'm sure by now she's forgotten. Okay, if you are watching me from Ghana, I just told them what you, t- you taught me. <laughs> Amen. Train up. Now, train, how many of you know that training is hard work? Yeah. How many of you know that training is pain? Yeah, yeah, some of the young guys will understand because of the way they've treated their parents. And you yourself, you are now an older, but you remember how you treated your parents? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's good for you to laugh a little about it. You know, when they tell you, sit and you run away from home. Especially when you enter into something we call love. You know? You think that oh, you, you think that your parents haven't fallen in love before? You <laughs> train up better 
Amen. No, I'm not talking about you. You people, you are holy. You haven't fallen in love before. You know, you are nice. Okay, let's move to the next one. Yes, me. I'm sure they want the pastor. I say, can you please hurry up? Start. Now look at this one. NIV. Start children off on the way they should go. See, I want you to pay attention to the translation. Start them off. You know, some of us will wait until our children are no more children. They want to get into their lives. You have missed it. Especially in this country, when the boys need the fathers, they are not there. But when the fathers want the boys, they also not be there. I pray that you will understand. Start. Start them off. Okay? Start them off. Don't wait until it's too late. Start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. They will not turn from it. They will not turn from it. They will never turn from it. Give us the next scripture. Let me see. No, there's a follow-up, a follow-up scripture. I want us to pick up. It says, train up. Classical amplifier. Train up a child in the way he should go, teaching him to seek God. Teaching him to seek God. So teaching your children to seek God is not the job of the pastor. God said, I know Abraham. He will teach his children. Today, parents have time for everything their children want to do. But nothing with what God wants to do in the life of their children. Take them for basketball. Take them for soccer. Take them to school. Take them to everything. Take them to McDonald's. Take them. But as a father, you never train them in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. Teach them your God. You never do it. The school system we have today will have nothing to do with it. I tell you, you don't need a prophet to tell you. For where we are in our world today, if parents, fathers and mothers, if you don't rise up, we will miss it. Already we are missing it. If already we have lost some. But for the rest, we will preserve. Don't worry. I'm not here this morning speaking to everybody. I am here this morning speaking to somebody, one person who is hearing in his heart and mind that I am a red man. I was turned for God. God has something to do with me. My child has a potential. There is a place where God wants to send him. I am willing to pay the price to get my child there. I'm not talking to everybody, so that's fine. That's fine. You don't come to church for everybody to hear you and go out there and do it. No. Because people have their choice. But I pray. That you will choose your God. Can I hear amen? amen. Are you sure you are happy you came to church? Yes. Are you very sure? Yes. Train them. Look at it. Seek God's wisdom and will for his abilities and talents. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. He will not. He will not. He will not. Please. <laughs> Give me the next one. He says... Fathers, do not irritate and provoke your children. It means fathers have potential to irritate and provoke. I don't know whether they are spiritual gift. <laughs> so God said, do not. Don't do it. But no, what God is saying here, it's not saying don't correct your child, don't discipline your child. No, that's not what God is saying. God is saying, as a father, if you want to train your child, be teachable. Come down and understand him and move, grow up with him. Or her. Are you getting the point? Yeah. Now look at it very carefully. He says, 
Don't irritate and provoke your children to anger. And do not exasperate them to resentment. Now, I like the word resentment. Resent. Resent. It means that if you are training up, if you are living with somebody, raising your child, depending upon how you treat the child, you are allowing that child to harbor certain things in, in her, okay, or in him. Then when she, he or she grows up, he would have packaged everything and then hold it up and re-send it to you. No, it says, it says, don't do that as fathers. Don't do that. If you, if you do anything, make sure you bring them up in, the, in such a way that whatever they send back to you will be something that you will appreciate. Okay, some of you are still not getting me. So, pastor, please, can you go on? Let me go on. It says, but rear them tenderly in the training and discipline and counsel and admonition of the Lord. Train them. This is hard work. Train them. This is hard work. Look, we need to train them. Hard work. Give me the next one. The next scripture. Let me see. Timothy. Portal Timothy. Look at it. It says, and how. Do you want the example of the illustration? Okay, we'll give you. And how from your childhood. You have had a knowledge of and been acquainted with the sacred writings. In other words, the scriptures from your childhood. Now, I'm not talking about fathers having devotion with their children. <laughs> no, no. no that's, it's not enough. These days we have idolized devotion. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is ensuring that your children know that you believe in this scripture, in this Bible. Living it out. Yeah, practicing it. It's not just calling them around and saying, let's have devotion. When you have devotion and they don't see you being de- devotionalized. Okay, don't worry. Are you sure you're happy you came to church? Are you sure? Okay, let me go this way a little bit. Because I'm growing. Which are, which are able to instruct you and give you the understanding for salvation. Which comes through faith in Christ Jesus through the leaning of the entire human personality on God in Christ. In Christ Jesus, in absolute trust and confidence in his power, in his wisdom, and in his goodness. You know, Jesus, Jesus is the key to our lives. Now, I tried to give us these scriptures, and then I'll give you some illustrations. So let's go to Colossians. I think they have it there. Colossians chapter 3. You know, it's Colossians chapter 3, 18 to 4, verse 2. But let's read a few of them. And I like it in the Message Bible. So I don't have to shout and explain so many things. So listen carefully, pay attention. It says, So chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Now, God has picked up certain wardrobe for us. Please, don't go and put on what you want. Dress for the occasion. If you want good life, dress, dress for the occasion. Okay, like today, baby dedication. I have some yellow things here. Baby dedication. I'm dressed for the occasion. Amen. I can't put up yellow and go and play soccer. Can I take this one to the soccer field? No. Some of you, you dress to church and it's like you are going to play soccer. Dress. Look at it. It said, wardrobe God picked up for you. What are this? Compassion. Kindness. Humility, quiet strength, discipline. 
Be even tempered, content with second place. Quick to forgive an offense. Quick to forgive an offense. These are the addresses. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. This message Bible, that's it good. Yeah, I know some of you are King James, but that's okay. King James. Okay, never be without it. it. Says never, never be without love. But you know, First Corinthians thirteen will tell you. Look, you can. I like. I'm. I'm preaching this morning and sweating. You know what God will judge? It's not the preaching. I mean, if you go to Bible school, they teach you how to preach. I know how to preach. You know, I can, any text you give me, I'll preach from it. That's not it. You have to do it out of love. Why are you doing it? And especially on these days when you, you are coming to dedicate babies. I mean, I, I don't take them lightly because the baby you are going to hold in your hands is not your baby. It is God's gift to the world. And you have to be able to key in and understand what God's intent is for that child. So you don't take them lightly. Are you getting my point? So look at it very carefully. And then we move on, jump on to verse 18 that way. I don't know whether verse 18 or 25. Wives, understand and support your husband by submitting to them in ways that honor their master. We looked at submitting last week. If you are not here, please go on our website, watch that clip. Your life will never be the same. Submitting, not the way you think. Husbands, go all out in love for your wives. Go all out. Don't take advantage of them. Husbands, don't take advantage of your wife, which means you can take advantage of them. Children, do what your parents tell you. So if you are a child here, do what your parents tell you. Okay, sometimes some of you are child, you are, you are adult children. We also do what your parents tell you. Amen. amen. Can I hear amen? amen? Now, this delights the master no end. Parents, don't come down too hard on your children or you will crush their spirit. And it says, servants, do what you are told by your earthly masters and don't just do the minimum. That will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart, from your real master for God. Confident that you will get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Look, what, what, everything you are doing, all the choices you are making, all the choices I am making in this life, there is a reward for me in my inheritance. And you too. So do it well. Uh, the same seriousness you are tired to waking up in the morning and going to work. Because at the end of the day, they will pay you $15 an hour. Or $35 an hour. Or $120,000 an hour. Whatever it is. Now some of you have to keep your mind and get there. Because you have been receiving 18 for 100 years. You have to move on. To receiving 180 an hour. May that be your portion. May that be your portion. May that be your portion. Now those things come. Now those things are possible. Now look at it very carefully. Says, keep in mind always that the ultimate master you are serving is Christ. No, keep in mind always that the master you are serving is not Pastor Isaac. It's Christ. No, it's not your father. It's not your mother. It's not your wife. It's Christ. Pay attention. Now look at it. says, the silent servant who does shoddy work. I like this, this uh, message. Look, the silent servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover a bad work. Being a follower of Jesus, it doesn't cover a bad work. That's why sometimes you have some Christians who fail their exams. Because instead of learning, studying for their exams, they'll be at church at choir rehearsal. Or <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not talking about the choristers. 
The conscience they do well, they balance it. That's why we need time management. Right? We manage our time very well. Now, and then look at it. It says, and masters, treat your servants considerately. Be fair with them. Don't forget for a minute that you too serve a master, God in heaven. And it says, pray diligently. Stay alert with your eyes wide open in gratitude. Stay alert with your eyes open. So in, in, in preparing for this message, I interviewed two families. Because I wanted to find out how, how they have raised their children in this world, in this, in this country. Okay, so I, I was looking at one, I needed more, but I just took two. So for the first one, the, she gave birth to all her children here in Canada. Okay, so and they are all girls. So they are all four girls. So you, you look at four girls, I know some of you have, have started thinking. So I said, so I said, look, I look at you, I look at your girls, I look at how they are, how committed they are, the way they come to church. So how did you do it? If you want to give me five or seven different ways for each thing that you have done to bring them where they are, what will you say? And look at what, what she said. I, I, I know some of you know who I'm talking about. Okay, it's my secretary, so if you didn't get it. So Auntie Victoria, Auntie Victoria said, number one, pastor, it's commitment. You have to be committed to God. You, you as a as parent, you have to be committed to God. I mean, you you don't you can't comp- you have to be committed to God. You have to be faithful, serious to God. And then friend, you have to be a friend of your children. You don't have to wait until they grow up before you become their friends. You have to become their friends right from the word go. And then it says prayer. Pastor, you have to pray for them every time and night. Pray for them, pray with them, whether they are out or where, whatever. This is what I've been doing. And then involvement. He said, Pastor, you have to be involved in the lives of the children. Be involved in their lives. And, and she told me a story. She said, the last one had a project work to do. And the project work was, I don't know whether it was a physical thing, or she has to build something. And then she tells me, she tells me that she said, they went to Home Depot, and then they bought things, and bought tools, and bought screw. And then the mother was with her in the basement, screwing things, and putting it up, and then they fixed it up, and then the girl took it to school. That's an involvement. Okay. 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 And I said, okay, what else? He said, trust. Pastor, you have to trust them. Look, especially when they are teenagers, you have to trust them. When they go out, trust them. Whatever they are, trust them. Don't be so mad about, and where are you? And where, where, where are you going to? And who is calling you? And where are you sitting? What are you eating? Why are you coming? No, trust them. And it's... Now, we are talking about, we are talking about train. We are talking about train. Are you getting my point? Yeah, train. So, train them. So that's what she said. So if you doubt it, after church, you can go and see her. <laughs> so trust. And then he says, he says, Pastor, that's not the only thing. But if I'm giving you one word, the other word is truthful. As parents, we have to be truthful. If you don't have money, you don't have money. Let the children know that you don't have money. Period. Truthful. Open. Transparent with them. And then and I said, do you have more? He said, Pastor, do you want more? I said, if you can give me one more. He said, okay, one. Last word, sacrifice. Sacrifice. You have to sacrifice. Sacrifice for the children. You have to pay the price. So, so that, that's what he says. So look at, look at it very carefully. As parents, our job is to show them who we see them to be and call them up to those standards by saying, why are you acting like you are down here? We know who you are. You are a leader and you have so much talent and skill. This is who you really are. Now, you, you have to tell them, listen, we all make mistakes. We all flaw. How many of you men, husbands, make mistakes? No, 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 don't worry. Even if you don't raise your hands, let me use myself. So nobody will come and say, oh, pastor is, because I told pastor my story, that's what pastor is preaching with this. Because these days, because these days no, pastors who pastor their local churches, it's difficult to even tell stories. But when another pastor comes, 
and he preaches, they will say, Oh, yeah, he's a prophet. He sees. What this pastor doesn't see. No. Me, I don't need to see. You are here. So I know you. Amen. Yeah, I don't need to see anything. You are here. I know you. I see up and down. We talk. We, we sit down on your problems. So what do I have to? God doesn't have to waste his time revealing things. He has revealed. Can I hear amen? amen. No, sometimes as a pastor and even as a husband or as a man, sometimes I do things in the house and then my wife will wonder, ah, <laughs> why did you do this? Yeah. Like simple things, like you wash the dishes and then all around. No, I have a gift of washing dishes. You can ask my wife. But when I finish, you need extra one hour to clean the whole place. <laughs> so, 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 so sometimes she was like, oh, when you even wash, you give me more work. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not talking about you guys. Now, now listen, I'm, are you happy you came to church? Yeah, this is how church ought to be. You know, we are, we are learning, we are growing, we are building ourselves up. The Bible says, train. Train. It's painful. So this is what Auntie Vic said. And then I said, okay, Auntie Vic, you, you gave birth to all your children here. And they are nice because you are here with them. Their dad is here. Their dad is hardworking, working at church, jumping around, dancing around. You know, so you are cool. So I said, okay. So I said, okay, let me just... <laughs> oh, oh, is that, a, is that Auntie Vic's husband? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. All right. Then I said, okay, let me just find out and see another family that maybe they brought their children here when they were like 12. 10. So I spoke to Ejata's wife, Anta Santua. Anta Santua. Since I came, I've seen your children. You know, your children. So tell me a little bit. He said, okay, Pastor, we came here when the last one was 12 years. Wow. So you see, all of them. Teenage, and then the oldest was, I think, 17 or 18. So all of them are in that bracket. So I said, okay, how did you make it? Because now all your children are married. One of them is a pastor, and, and all of them are married. All of them are married. They're all living. Oh, I, I thought you, you got it cool, man. She said, Pastor, it wasn't good. It wasn't cool. It was hard work. So I said, give me West, like six, seven. He said, okay, Pastor, one, introduce. I said, what? <laughs> introduce them to your God. Introduce them to God. He said, when they were in Ghana, she was dragging them to church. Literally, dragging them to church. Every time, dragging them to church. Introduce them to your God. Let them know that this God you serve is God. Take his, uh, take, uh, she said, take them to church. Take them, help them. And then she also said, prayer. He said, look, pastor, pray with them. Pray over them. Pray for them. And then, she said something that amazed me. Because look at the, the stage that they were. He said, and I put down here. I couldn't get one word for it. But I got three. School full time. That's what I wrote. He said, Pastor, when we came here, I told my boys, no, no, none of you will work whilst you are going to school. Summertime, you do summer school. I will pay for it. My husband and I paid the price. We paid. They never worked. They, we told them. You don't have to work whilst you are in school. I said, Mama, are you sure? This is Canada. They said, yeah. It's a choice you have to make. Okay. I said, Mama, what is it? And then she said, devotion to. And she told me a story 
about what you know when they were in Ghana, they were doing devotions with their children. Then when they close from church like this, when they go home, they will sit after dinner, they will sit around the table, and then she will ask them, What did you learn from church? What did the pastor say? What did you from Sunday school? And this is how she brought their children. I'm no wonder one of them is a pastor. And she says, The one who's a pastor today, when they came here, they were not having time to have their devotions every time. And then the boy was crying, literally crying. I said, Mama, when we're in Ghana, we're doing devotion together. Why is it that when we came here, you have stopped? We are not even praying. And then she said, she cried and she said, hmm, it is this place where everybody is busy up and, up and down, working, so we couldn't. That's why she did her part. Okay. I know some of you, if I, was to, if I were to interview all of you, all of you have stories. But this is just two. I said, is that all? Is that no? Correct. Correct them. Correct them. Discipline them. Let them put the fear of God in them. Let them fear you. I said, Canada, can they fear you? They said, if they don't fear me, let them do what they will do. Fear you. Put the fear of God in them. And then she said, provide. And then, I said, is that all? He said, oh no. I said, ah, you, you are not giving me one word. You are giving me three or four. So, the last one. Pray for their marriages. And she said, right from the word go. I started praying for their marriages. Right husband. Right wife. Right. So, that's how you see them today. Wow. Training. Okay. So this morning, I just came here to let you know that God has given us an assignment to train. Maybe you are saying, oh, I don't have children, so what do I train? No. You have to train yourself. And these principles are the same. It works everywhere. Works at home. Works at work. So when you are at your workplace, if you train yourself very well, your boss will love you like something. Amen. So church is not just in this four corner. Church is you and whatever you do. So somebody say, and so what? You have to think about all these things. And so what? And so, listen, Joseph in the Bible. <laughs> and so what? Yeah. And so listen. And so Joseph, you know, we read of Joseph in the Bible. Now, look at Joseph. Joseph is like all of us. Yeah. He was sent in Egypt. In fact, in fact some of you, you, you are even good. You, 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 you sponsored yourself. Some of you, you swam. Some of you, you came hustling. But Joseph, his own brother sold him. Yeah, they sold him. But even there, he wasn't bitter. So what was it that kept Joseph in somebody's land? Now listen to me. Listen to me very carefully. Don't let this system corrupt you. And I don't use those stories for just using them. Say, God, listen to me. <laughs> it's not easy. It's hard. But it's a choice. It's not just with members. Pastors too. There are some pastors, their motivation is to come and when they come to abroad, is to make money, right? Make people, collect people's money. Even seen, they haven't seen, they are seen. So they can collect money. No. I mean, you see all over. It's not just... So, so what I'm talking about, is not just about members sitting in the pew. What I'm saying is that, look, whether you are on, in, in the pulpit or you are in the pew, you have a choice to make. And you have to make sure you make the right choices. Okay, so it's not just Joseph, but who else? Look at Nehemiah. Nehemiah was, was offering. He, he, he was serving in the king's house. Look at, look at him. Okay, but he had a heart and a concern for the people back home. 
He was concerned. So look at Nehemiah. What, what is it that kept them? It's not just that, but look at, you know, some, I'm sure the women are saying, Pastor, you are just mentioning only, only, only men. Okay, look at Esther. Okay. In, in Babylon, in that strange land, look at Esther. Some, some of you will say, oh, why did she go and do beauty contest? Were you there? Okay, me, I wasn't there. Okay, but look at it. Esther, look at her character. Look at, look at her humility. Look at her dedication to God. For her to come to the point of saying, look, I will do it. Go and tell Mordecai, my uncle. We will do it. I'm fasting three days and three days. If even I perish, I perish. I, some of you parents will have to rise up and say, if I perish, I perish. Yeah, for the sake of my children. And look at Daniel. Wow, how about Daniel? Very interesting. So, let's move on. Let me just give you what you need to do. So, first, please, love God. Okay? So, in your home, let them see that you genuinely love God. Okay? Let them see that you love God. Love God. Let them see that you genuinely love God in good times and in bad times. Trying or in challenging times. Let them know that you love God. It is not weird. It's not a cake thing to love God. I know these days in the modern world, people think to love God is a cake so they can do you know you can live your life free well that's okay feel free it's a choice love each other now the children of today they want to see genuineness and honesty they don't see transparency they don't want to see one way this way and another way that way sometimes we confuse their children so love each other so the best gift as a father you can give to your children is to let them see that you love their mother now, mother, the best gift you can give to your children is not for you to be buying chocolate and everything for them, but it's for you to let them see how passionate, how candid you are when it comes to loving and taking care of your mother. Because they are watching. Can I hear amen? amen. Alright, so love each other and then love them. Let them experience your authentic love for them. Love them to pray for them. If you love them, love them to pray for them and then love them to support them at the right time. So love them to support them. Three things I want you to do. And this is living word. The living word, for those of you who are watching that for the first time, here, the reason we are here is to love, to live, and to reach. Maybe you are asking, what is that? We want to make sure that you love God. You love people. That's why we are here. We want to encourage you to know that, look, you are here to live the word. Practice it. Don't just be a, a, a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word. And then finally, we are here to help you know who your gifts and what your giftings are and use it to make a difference. All of us are not the same, but all of us are somebody. All of us can do something. Don't try to be like somebody. Thank God for who you are. Thank God for what he's given to you and trust him to help you use it to advance. As we leave this place today, I want you to hear me clearly and know that God has given us an assignment. Something we have to do always. We always have to train. I think you are training yourself, you are training your children, you are training people around you, even at work. If you want to do that, you can't do it without love. Love God. Live the word. And know who you are, what your giftings are, how God has designed you, and use it to be a blessing, make a difference. Leave this world a better place. Let your children make a difference. Let your family make a difference. Look at your neighbor's face and tell him, train always. Say it one more time. Train. Train. Always. Always. Tell him one more time. Train. Train. Always. Always. All right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we honor you. We thank you. Maybe you are here. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You need to know him. You don't know him as your Lord and personal Savior. You can receive him. I don't want to end my message without giving you opportunity to say, Jesus, 
You know, I've heard this word. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. But, but I know you are right. I know you are true. Lord, I want to receive. I want to give my life to you today. So if you are here, you, you haven't given your life to Jesus, we want to give you an opportunity. You can do it right now, wherever you are. You can just tell him, commit your life to him and ask him to take control over your life. Submit to him and surrender to him. Tell me, Lord Jesus, today I want to take you as my Lord and personal Savior. I want you to forgive me my sins and I want you to save me and turn my life around. Lord Jesus will do it. Yeah, he will forgive you. He will turn your life around. Yes, Lord God. Yes, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. If you are here, just talk to him. Number two, I know almost all of us here are Christians, but you know very well that you are doing your best and sometimes you do it, you look at the situation, the challenge, and you want to give up. You have to train. I want us to rededicate our lives to God that God should help us, especially parents who are here. God should help you to take this word and go out there and train and build and equip. So I want you to pray. If you're a Christian already, ask God to give you the grace to train yourself in the fear of the Lord and train your children and train wherever you are. Any form of training you can do, do it in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Lift up your voice and pray in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you glory. Father, I dedicate myself to you. I pray in the name of Jesus that Lord, you take absolute control over my life. Grant me the grace, the grace to train, the grace, oh God, Father, to, to be teachable, the grace to be relational, the grace to be available, the grace, Father, Lord God Almighty, to nurture, the grace to cultivate and bring out the best in people. I pray that Lord, you release that grace upon our lives, the grace, Father, Lord God Almighty, for us to love. Lord, love you with all our heart, love you with all our mind, love you with all our soul, love you with all our strength. We thank you and bless you, Father, for today, in Jesus' name. Can I hear amen? All right. Thank you very much. Put your hands together and celebrate the Lord today. Thank you for your time. We pray that this message will continue to be a blessing in your life. Please visit us at livingwordag.org or whenever you are in the greater Toronto area, Ontario, Canada. This podcast is made possible through your generous donations. God bless you and keep you. Join us again soon.